Well, welcome everybody. Hello. Uh, my name's Peter. I own Peter's Exotic Creations, um, Hobby Scale Hedgehog Breeding Program, as well as um, Exotic Short Hair Cats and Kittens. And I am a mobile pet groomer and own Park and Bark Mobile Grooming here in Central Illinois. And I'm Rachel, and I only own one business. I own Magic Paws Mobile Grooming, also in Central Illinois. And we're here to talk about all kinds of animal professionals, the things that we see every day, and just the animals that we all know and love. All right. Well, so I we have started with a few kind of get-to-know-you um, questions so you guys can get to know and connect with us a little bit. Um, so Rachel, if you want to go ahead with your first question. Sure. So the first question I have is, what's your favorite part about our job? Well, um, as far as the grooming goes, um, I there's honestly a, a lot to love, but I think my best part is getting to be my own boss. I like to get to learn and grow on my own, do haircuts, you know, um, what I think looks good or, you know, what what products I think work best for my my grooming style. And um, I say that's my favorite part of the job, just the independence that comes with being a mobile pet groomer. I mean, you kind of stole my, my response. I yeah. love that. So since you stole my answer, I'll, I'll use a different one. There you go. <laughs> I love the like instant gratification of it. Mm -hmm. Where you get that immediate before and after. Sure. And it's not something where you're just kind of sitting at a desk all day and you, you don't have anything to show for your work. Right. That's probably my favorite. Yep. It, it, the best are those haircuts that you're like, damn, I did that shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you even surprise yourself. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you get done or, or you know, your, your, your back hurts too much at the time to actually enjoy it. And you get home and you're like, shit, that haircut was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mulling so. over the after pictures. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Once the back pack pain subsides, you can get a little more excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so, okay. So, I have a question that I'm interested specifically is you and me being mobile. Okay. Do you miss anything about working at a brick and mortar location? Honestly, the most uh, the most irritating thing about not being in a brick and mortar is just not having a never ending water supply. So having to be careful about like rebathing a dog or or something like you know if a dog pees on their legs or something, then it's like oh, ah, yeah. I don't know if I have enough water for this extra bath. Right, you plan your day around your water tank. Exactly, well, and, and that and the electricity too. Yeah. In winter, I will say winter sucks. I would yeah. well, it's not so much the grooming element of grooming inside of the unit; it's keeping the unit up and running. You know, yeah. running space heaters, making sure your pipes don't freeze, things that are a little easier to do in the winters in a brick yeah. and mortar. But yeah, definitely, it's give and take. <laughs> you know. So what about you? What's is there something that you miss? What you besides said. just what, what okay. you said? Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the you know just water having limited water um electricity is a pain in the butt too um but you get yourself a good unit and it, it kind of makes those things kind of not feel as as impactful yeah. yeah i like the chaos too i'm a risk taker so i like that um <laughs> that the mobile grooming it's a little bit more of that it's different everyday aspect which mm -hmm. i'm not saying it doesn't happen in the salons but hell sometimes i don't even know where i'm parking 
you know? And oh, so yeah? I, yeah, sure. So, um, you know, I, I like the element of surprise sometimes. So, I don't know. I think that that's, yeah, the only thing I really miss is just water and electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly the best of friends either. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So my next question is, if you were to work in any other animal-related type job, what would it be? I'd like to do, you know, I did vet med. I was in vet med briefly. Sure. And shout out to you vet techs and veterinarians because God damn, it's, <laughs> it's difficult. Um, I think, I think that I would do something in the, in the arms of like zoology. If I thought that hard into it, you know, even if you're just managing like a petting zoo sure, or, you know, something like that. Cause I don't like large animals. You know, I'm a pocket pet kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Um, you know, and of course I thought about animal cruelty investigating, things mm-hmm. like that. Just mentally, that'd be a little bit more than I think I could handle. Yeah, that would be a very sad job. Yeah. What about you? Well, ironically, I used to want to be a, a veterinarian at like a zoo and work with zoo animals. Sure. Um, but being like a, a zookeeper or something would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Just getting to care for all of those like completely out of this world animals that you just wouldn't ever get to be like up and close up with. close yeah. with uh, unless you were a zookeeper right. that would probably be my next well stop yeah i think that that's fair yeah you, know, you get that still that same element follows different every day mm-hmm. so yeah that's what i shoot for in any sort of career and, and then just... it almost feels like you're getting paid to love on yeah, more oh, critters. Yeah. I mean, when I worked in a boarding facility, I mean, it's dirty work, but all of it, it's not mm-hmm. not a glamour job, none of this shit. No. And Nothing t- to do with the animals yeah, is glamorous. Exactly. <laughs> none whatsoever. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Like, getting to exercise the animals and, you know, pitch a ball for them and stuff. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. You're getting paid to do shit you do for free. Exactly. Yeah. When you already have a house full of animals, it's right. not that big of a stretch. Pretty much. All right, so what's well, your next question? What is your favorite breed to groom, specifically, not to own? Okay. Yeah. Um, I love schnauzers. Yeah. Their eyebrows are always my favorite part. And the ears are so satisfying. Yeah, they're super cute. I love the the way that the eyebrows make them look like grumpy old men. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I already know your answer. Poodles. Yeah. Poodles. Love poodles. Everything about the poodle. (laughs) I love poodle face. Yeah, anything poodle. Well, and I just love the elegance of a poodle face. Man, that that yes. tin, that tin blade on the face, beautiful. I think Absolutely it's gorgeous. Beautiful. Um, and the versatility. All right. So my next question is, what got you into grooming? Well, I always wanted to be a part of the animal industry. And after finding out how intense vet med can be and kind of how much you make, which vet techs do not get paid enough. I think, mm-hmm. I, and, and I'll, I'll put vets in that category too. They don't get paid enough for the shit they do. I think it's pretty um, safe to say nobody does. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, um, yeah, it, it was really intense. And so I wanted something that was a little bit more independent. Uh, I wanted to see the animals happy. Sometimes in vet med, it's a little sad. Puppy appointments are great. Euthanasia points appointments, obviously, are yeah. the worst part of the job. Um, so that's what got me into grooming was. I found an academy that was affordable, and I thought, well, you know, I'll learn something even if I don't make a career out of this school. And, you know, um, learned how to cut hair, started in my mom's basement, 
and then went mobile as kind of a stepping stone between mom's house and a brick and mortar and fell too much in love with mobile to to get to the the brick and mortar side of the story so yeah so it's just out of the question i always want yeah exactly (laughs) i always wanted to work with animals i never thought i'd be doing what i'm doing but i'm content more than content with it i'm very very satisfied with this and the hedgehogs so yeah um yeah we're gonna continue this but that's what got me into it i knew i wanted to work with animals but i wanted that independence extra pay and you know just the the medicine was just difficult to see emotionally what about you um, so for me, I totally just like stumbled into it. I, By chance? Oh just yeah. Just like an accident? Completely. Really? In high school, I worked at PetSmart, but I was one of the girls that caught the fish. I cleaned cages and... Oh, okay. So you were floor work. Yeah. yeah. So they called it pet care. Sure. And so I did that, but I loved watching the groomers work. Sure. And so um, eventually I wound up bringing home my my little puppy magic Mm -hmm. and I was only 19 and I was a little dumb and I bought him without realizing that I was gonna yeah I I was like oh crap uh this is a dog that needs grooming and I am a broke ass college student so some of the groomers there at PetSmart kind of took me under their wing and taught me a few things so that I could maintain his coat at home and then I was enjoying it so much that I asked to be transferred into the grooming salon, and I was a bather there for oh, a little while. So you while. learned at PetSmart? No. Okay. I I got started as a bather, and I loved the job, but hated the environment. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit too, just kind of much for all of the dogs. Sure. They were just always so anxious and upset. So I wanted to work at like a smaller private shop, um, and I did. And I I apprenticed at a small shop in Colorado where I was living. And then after a few years of um, just kind of learning and working for other people, I eventually branched out and opened my own shop. Sure. And then um, I actually, like, converted my garage into a a salon. It's funny. Most groomers start in a basement or a garage. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or a she shed. I see you groomers do that, a little she shed. Those are cute. They are. They're actually the girl that graduated school um, with me great groomer she does all the hair dye all the crazy shit sure. i'll never get around to learning and um i think she did like a she shed something on her parents property yeah. did so well she just created and she just moved locations yeah. to uh, a more i think a more commercial lot but okay yeah no that's cool it is nice. very cool nice yeah so i just fell in love with it through having magic my little puppy and yeah. there was no no going back after that so completely different story to me i don't even have a dog currently i know right (laughs) what's wrong with you okay so my next question is just a a giant request to tell us all about all of your pets (laughs) oh man um as esmeralda's sitting right rather than just talk about the animals i have now i'll just talk about the evolution of my taste in animals because it's been is that is that fair sure that go along and um well, I, okay, I've always been a little per, a, a little pocket pet kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I got my first hamster, uh, a school teacher's, got a hamster from a pet store, gave birth. My parents were on vacation. The oh. teacher was pet, uh, pet sitting, babysitting me and my brother. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and so, um, you know, we call our parents, of course, they're on a cruise. They're like, whatever. So I'm sure they're sipping mimosas. Whatever, yeah. bring the hamster home. Of course, I love that hamster to bits. 
Um, of course, they don't live that long. Um, and then from then, you know, it was the next thing. Well, rats, mice, snakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a phase for uh, all through middle school where I was just into fish tanks. And I, it was all salt water. Um, but oh, you've had salt water tanks? Well, or I'm sorry. It was, it was all... It wasn't all salt. I had a couple salt water tanks that never I never got anywhere with. Oh, okay. Um, I did one brackish tank, but um, I really want to try. A salt yeah, tank. so they're they're intense, but it definitely if you can get it down, it's definitely worth yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then I got my first hedgehog through um, a teacher my freshman year in school had one, and I was like, Mom, I'm getting hedgehog, <laughs> and because um, I had rats at the time, and my rats would be we would do the barn hunt the ratting oh, and we cool. would use mine because you needed live rats yeah so and of course you know all my mom's friends dog friends were like let him get a damn hedgehog so of course <laughs> so of course we did and um an upperclassman had a male oh this was in high school yes okay. yes i was a freshman so i got my in, in this upperclassman I, th- I think he was a junior okay. i reached out asking if we wanted to do a pairing which is total total exactly what you shouldn't do backyard breeding 101 <laughs> Um, the animals we didn't know much about. We were just kind of dumb teenagers. Well, of course, we bred sure. them, and um, she was a great mom, and that kind of got me into it, and then kind of immediately after um, deciding I wanted to produce hedgehogs, got into the pedigree and found a mm-hmm. mentor, and um, and then when I was in grooming school, I got my first kitty, well, my first purebred, mm. um, and that's what got me into the production of the exotic short hairs, yeah. and then I collected... Cisco and Esmeralda, my, <laughs> as I call them, my regular cats along the way. Though nothing about them is regular. Um, is anything about any animal? No, anymore? right. So current day, all I have are five cats, a dozen hedgehogs, a, short, uh, a short-tailed opossum, and a little fish we won't discount. So, um, Yeah, all you I have. I lost my mind five <laughs> hedgehogs ago. <laughs> Only five? Yeah, right, something like that. I don't even know anymore. What about you? <laughs> so you've got the three dogs. Yes. And then you've got the ferret. Yes, yeah. I have one ferret left. So I started off with Magic, my mm-hmm. little Havanese, and he's going to be 13 now in March. He's almost a timeline of your career. He is, pretty yeah. much, since he's what started my career. Right. So he's extra, extra special. Sure. And then um, two years after I got Magic, I got another Havanese uh, and named him Miyagi Uh and uh, they've been best buddies from day one and then uh, I went a long time with just the two of them okay and then we got um, oh the ferrets were next Um, my first two ferrets as an adult I had one when I was a kid but um, Dodger and Miko and I still have Miko. She's the only one that I have left. Right. And, uh, oh my gosh, they were so, so and then awesome. And was it, Logan came into the picture when Brayden did, yeah? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, so I didn't even get to pick out Logan. He kind of just picked me. Yeah, I and fucking love that dog. Yeah, he's <laughs> so adorable. Funny. He's the neediest <laughs> little thing in the world. Yeah. But um, I had five ferrets at one point. And they all, I, I'm shocked all the time at how well they got along because I was always afraid sure. mixing that many animals together that there would be, you know, fur flying. Well, I hear with ferrets, it's like for the most part, of course, I don't know. I've never sure. owned ferrets. That, you know, 
they're like kittens. They bond pretty easily. They seem to. Yeah. I mean, I never had any issues with them not wanting to be around each other. Well, the crazy guy I got my STO from has like 16 or 17 ferrets. They are ferret people. The ferrets own the house. They okay. pay the rent. That's what that's what they like to say, I'm sure. Can but. you inform our <laughs> listeners what an STO is? Short-tailed opossum. <laughs> yeah. World's, world's smallest opossum species. Yeah. Cool little guy, hard to find, great pets. So yeah, he's so cute. Just another <laughs> underappreciated animal, yes. in my opinion. The little ones don't get the love they should. No, so. they don't. Well, what? Oh, I totally forgot about my cats. Oh yeah. I also have two you cats. Can't leave your cats out of this. Eve, <laughs> she's almost four. And Ducky. And Ducky is almost a year old and cross-eyed little shit. No, he's not cross-eyed. Is he's he just not? a jerk. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a kitty before him that got hit by a oh, car. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. He was cross-eyed. Yeah. Oh, you're okay. Yeah, little yeah. Like noodles. noodles. Noodles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, my cats wouldn't make it a second outside. They've got like two brain cells that rub together so they can like <laughs> walk, walk and eat and drink throughout the day. <laughs> They're not very intelligent. See, Eve. She does fantastic outside. We don't let her outside anymore. But back when sure. she did, she was so smart. She yeah. would look both ways before she crossed the street and everything. But yeah. Ducky is another story. He's very pretty, but he's not so yeah. not so much in the brains department. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys find a, if anyone out there has an intelligent Persian, you let me know. <laughs> we'll add that to the gene pool. Um, so my next question is: Have you groomed outside of just canines? Oh yeah. Have you groom, are you a cat groomer? Do you do no. cats? Yeah, I mean, I'm trained. <laughs> I know how. I learned how. It's a pain in the ass. It is. It's such a pain in the ass. And it's so different from dog grooming that the, I don't skin. feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah. The skin makes me nervous. Well, and their behavior. Well, exactly. It's it's really hard as a, as a groomer that works independently to groom a cat. Yeah. I don't have enough hands to, to safely restrain and groom. Yeah. And if safety goes out the window, I, I won't take them. Um... Yeah, cat, cats are great. Cat grooming is a bitch. I, you know, it's funny because I tell people, they're like, how is it a cat so small? And I'm like, but they're agile mm-hmm. and they don't put up with shit and they hate water. It's like, yeah, dogs are like, some, even just water they hate. They hate the whole damn everything. Process. Yeah. I mean, they're already done with you when they got in the crate and the yes. home. It's like, and you know, dogs have this need to please where cats are like, fuck you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. And and you can't. It's hard to groom. With I feel that. like I need to put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, right. Or e- eager to please. God, I can't talk. You dogs can just are put... easier to, eager. <laughs> dogs are eager to please, and cats are, like are just like me. fuck you, yeah. make me. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You can put dogs dot dot. I'm eager to please. Cats <laughs> fucking make. Me. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's TM. Funny. Right. <laughs> um, so I I've never like done like. Full on haircuts. I, I did enough to learn uh-huh. on cats, um, but I do occasionally do like baths, brush outs. I do lots of nail trims, mm-hmm. and then I've done baths and nail trims and whatnot on all kinds of other little critters like ferrets and guinea pigs and bunnies. I've even done some nail trims for like reptiles, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, I, I did like bird nails and beaks and wings so that okay. people could bond with their parrots but without them flying off and everything so that's nothing yeah. i get to work with i do have one client a four-week client that's got a little bird named Petey. yeah i don't do anything with him other than give him like little bits of potato chips but um he's a cool <laughs> guy he's a cool guy like much love for Petey. um gee i wonder why yeah right i've got one 
well, I haven't seen her in a while. Um, it's just hard to coordinate um, schedules with scheduling with the owner, and she lives out of my service area. But mm. I love this cat so damn much, I would just have her bring it here. It's like a dog in the <laughs> shape of a cat. And I would do a lion cut on her. And then I've got a guinea pig that I do a haircut on, uh, one of the Peruvians. Um, he gets a haircut. Yeah, he gets. He, it's a dry groom. You don't. Okay. You don't get guinea pigs wet. That's um, so cute. Yeah. So um, it's. It's. I'll do like a five eighths of an inch all over. He looks pretty damn good. Um, and then, like you said, like I have. A, I've got a couple rabbits. I do nails on. I do. I, I do a lot of work with cat nails too. Oh um, sure. It's just you know being mobile. You. What I tell my clients that are cat clients, just lock them in a bathroom. I'll go in there and get the job done. Yeah. I'm a cat guy. So. Um, but yeah, main, mainly dogs, but you, you get those opportunities to do the, the different animals from time to time. And Always makes the day a little bit more exciting when you get an off-the-wall animal. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> I had no idea that you're, you have an actual haircut guinea pig client. I thought it was just nails. Oh, and she's, she's such a good client, too. The guinea wow. pig's a little shit. Oh! <laughs> she knows. She knows. If she's listening to this, she's like, I know exactly who he is. He's referring to me and my guinea pig. Um, but no, he's a cool thing. He doesn't cause a lot of trouble. He's loud as hell. Oh, with yeah. his little screech, oh, screech, screech, talk. screech. <laughs> he'll talk and talk and talk some more, I tell you what. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have a client, another client, she's got fish tank beautiful fish tank. I think it's a 55 gallon um, with three orandas or maybe black moors. And she, oh, okay. I mean, she's, she takes very good care of her fish tank. I mean, it, it's beautiful. So it's just getting to see shit like sure. that. So, yeah. I always yeah. love getting to rub elbows with other people that love animals as right. much as I do. Even if they're not the same kind of. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So my last question uh-huh. is what kind of animal have you always wanted to meet or own? Like, like an exotic type animal a porcupine (laughs) Um, there's actually a really really um reputable i don't know if she conservationist breeder um she does hedgehogs too okay um it's it's called dragonstone ranch Mm. um in texas and she does sell porcupines so what makes you want a porcupine why the hell not (laughs) (laughs) Um, is there something else about them that i think well okay so i think part of it's almost an inside joke with myself when i hear people and i'll show them a picture of the hedgehogs and they'll go oh a porcupine oh okay so i can be like no Here's a fucking Yeah, you want them both. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I want something interesting like that. And they're just, they're a beautiful creature. And I'm not intimidated by the, the spines. Um, they're so cute. Yeah, I've even thought, you know, when I retire and I've got more time, maybe even something as crazy as a marmoset. Um, they're so cute yeah. too. But most definitely I want like a porcupine, um, chickens, goats. <laughs> There's course. not a lot I won't say no to when it comes <laughs> to animals. So what about you? So, I mean, top on my list is almost always, like, a skunk or a raccoon. Yeah. I've always wanted one as a pet. I've thought about both. Yeah. yeah. I know that they both have quite quite a few hurdles to jump over, but, oh, my gosh, they are just so cute. And the personalities remind me so much of ferrets. Right. But just, like, bigger and slightly more hardy than I think, ferrets. I think I lean more towards starting with the skunk. Because they're a little more floor-bound. Floor yeah. Whereas a raccoon, it's like, I just adopted a four-year-old for the next uh, yeah. two decades. So, a four-year-old um, ninja. Yeah, right. That can open up jars Everything. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing about skunks in Illinois is, as you know, it, it, there's there's a 
bunch of hoops to jump through oh, sure. to legally own one. I mean, honestly, eventually I want to get my wildlife rehabbing um, like license and I want to, yeah, yeah, like I want to have a sanctuary for mm-hmm. like the animals that get hit by a car and can't sure. make it in the wild but can still live happy yeah. little lives right. and stuff like that. So I don't see that being a problem since at that point... I'll already be a wildlife rehabber. <laughs> if the opportunity presents itself. Because I thought about, so I could own a um, a Northern African, um, or yeah, a Northern African hedgehog. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Um, but they're endangered, so it's, mm. there's not, you can't own them as pets. But again, if you can get up close and personal with some of these and just learn mm-hmm. as much as you can learn, um, yeah, I think that that'd be, I wouldn't do a cat sanctuary. Yeah, I mean, what we're trailing shocking. off. Yeah, trailing off, but you know, just a cage-free sanctuary for, you know, feral feline aids, all all the cats that really need somewhere to go. Especially these, man, some of these winters we have in Illinois. Oh yeah, they're they're hard on these little ones. The hell, they're fucking hard on me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Did um, you have one more question? I do. Okay. I do, and this one's um, this one's a little um goofy but what are three adjectives to describe your job and it can be it can be um you know like a, a noun based okay or using as an adjective or just adjectives i just three would... words and it doesn't have to be a sentence just okay. pull three words out of your head that you come to your mind when you think of your job i would say messy is definitely one <laughs> yeah and it, can I say wrestling? Because I feel like that I, I do a lot of wrestling with wet dogs. Sure, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, you know, yo, no, you stay back in the tub. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um. Okay. And I mean, I also just love it, so I think it's very satisfying. At the same okay. time, ours it's, go hand in hand. Yeah. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yep. I was gonna say my words would be stressful. Wet and rewarding. Okay. I think that's how I would describe my job. If someone said, what do you do for a living? Okay. Usually I say, well, I cut dog hair in a trailer. Just to sound like, what the oh, fuck sure. you? you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, rewarding's the biggest one. Yeah. Stress and rewarding, okay. I would say. You know? I was going to say, they kind of tend to go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. awesome. All the stress is worth the reward. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Yep. Well, um. It's been you know, super fun chatting. It sure has. And I hope that you guys learned a little bit about us. And, um, you know, be sure to stay tuned and find us on social media. Um, any stories, questions, reader submissions? Um, we're open to all ideas. And, you know, we, we hope you guys stay tuned to to kind of follow us on this journey. Sure. Um, Ooh, and, and if you want to be on the podcast... Uh, write we us, need yeah. interview guests. Write us an email and we will create more content for fellow pet lovers out there. And that email is allforanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Oh. So I'm Rachel. And I'm Peter. And thanks for joining us. Find us on Facebook at All for Animals Pod and on Instagram at All for Animals Podcast. Come give us a like and follow.